Hi, I'm Keith Harris with LensSec. I'm here today to talk about creating an integrated security footprint. And I wanted to introduce you a little bit to LensSec and Perspective DMS during the presentation. But we're going to talk about uh, creating a unified footprint that falls under the umbrella of your physical security plan. When you're taking a look at your integrated security footprint, um, you have to consider planning the project. When you're planning the project, that starts when you're initially evaluating the project, and that can be um, maybe in, right after you've engaged with a customer and gotten their original ideas on what they're wanting to accomplish, but you have to evaluate it and see if it's something that you can accomplish, and see if your team is capable of stepping into that. Um, that's helpful to know because uh, you also have to consider how you're assessing the risk on the project. Um, that can be assessing your risk for taking on the project. It can also be assessing the customer risk, looking at their vulnerabilities. When you uh, go on site to do the site survey, you'll get a good look at how they want to set up their system. And that could be where you're going to place cameras. It could be um, where their weak points are, where they want to put their access control systems. All of these things uh, are to be considered. Um, do they have RFD asset management plans that they want to incorporate? Are they incorporating their fleet under the umbrella of their physical security at their building? These are things that, uh, that you have to be able to resource and be able to deliver on when you're considering if you're going to take the project on. So determine which solutions that you want to consider. You might have solutions the customer hasn't thought about. You may bringing, be bringing ideas to the table that are brand new to them. And uh, that's where uh, partnering with somebody like Lensec can come into play and help you. Because when you're, uh, when you're partnering with Lensec, you're partnering with a manufacturer of security software. So when you take a look at that and break it down, consider what that really means, uh, you have to consider Lensec's experience. We have 20 years of experience that we bring to the table. And um, some of that experience was as a software integrator, um, as a systems integrator, physical security systems integrator. So we have people still on our team from that time who have transitioned from being a project manager maybe to being a solutions engineer or an architect of a solution. So we can break things into to play that are seriously helpful for knowing whether you can accomplish a solution or not. Our team members can partner with you and provide you with solutions that are very helpful. Uh, meeting specifications is also important when you consider what the customer wants. They've got an advanced specification uh, outlined and you have to take a look at that line by line and consider um, how, am going, how am I going to rate on this? What are my criteria for accomplishing this? Do I have the right tools and assets to be able to do this? Do I have the right team in place? Can I technically accomplish what they're asking for? So all of this is very important. And then you have to take your plan and inform the stakeholders. Your stakeholders might be known to you. They might be um, inaccessible to you. It's hard to say you know, until you determine the project and the organization that's presenting the need. Your stakeholders uh, could be um, involve a purchasing department that's going to make a final decision on funding. It could involve a campus security police force that has specific ideas about how they want to uh, position things and uh, prevent crime and be able to forensically analyze um, data after it's gathered. 
but don't forget a very important stakeholder that is always involved, whether they're seen on the front end or not, and that's the IT department. When you're considering involving the IT department, bring them in early, help them know what's going on. You might have a police department who has an idea of what they want over here, but then you might also have um, an IT department that has very specific guidelines and ideas about the way they wanna take a project over here. Your plan as the systems integrator or as the installer of the project is to bring those two together, help them merge early on in the process so you can be on the same page moving forward. Let's take a quick look at the, the layers of security. Um, I'm sitting here in Austin, Texas, my hometown, and that's where the state of the capital of Texas is, the capital of the state of Texas. And uh, this is a big property, you know, lots of high uh, level assets here, lots of uh, um, um, important people making their way in and out of this building every day. So they have to maintain security on this property that covers uh, you know, a, a widespread large area. You have to consider your layers of security. When you're considering the, the Capitol building itself, this is a place where um, all of the major assets kind of converge. And uh, they can be converging for a session of, of the legislature, or they can be, you know, making their way in and out of these offices every day. So you have to keep this center area uh, and consider it as your highest target for security. Um, you know, most of your, your assets for security are going to go here. You're gonna have the highest number of cameras right here in this center region, and you're going to wanna keep this section very secure. Uh, the next level is the patrol area. Now this is still on property grounds, but you'll notice that here at the state of the capital of Texas, or the, the capital, here at the capital of the state of Texas, they have a lot of parkland kind of surrounds this. And this is what you call a ground cover or um, environmental area that helps to separate the public from the high level asset of the Capitol building itself. And so it's designed to be parkland, it's designed for people to come in and use and enjoy, but it also helps to add a layer of protection around the property. And um, this is a patrol area. So the the agency that's uh, uh, tasked with uh, patrolling state capital grounds uh, or the Texas State Police. So they might have foot patrols in this area. They might have um, also have uh, um, maybe some vehicle patrol, although this particular region is not accessible to public traffic. They might have uh, certain cars that they park at entry and access points, and you also have to keep an eye on and monitor ingress and egress points for the property. So uh, they patrol this area uh, somewhat, but they don't have as many cameras and assets in the patrol area as they do in their secure area. Then you have the observe area. This also is part of, of adjacent buildings and part of the state capitol complex, but it's not as close in as the, the central uh, centrally located capitol building itself. So they're gonna have less assets in this observe area. You'll notice some public streets and some public parking through some of these, these uh, areas as well. So you have to uh, keep an eye on these regions, but you don't have to watch it as closely as you do as the patrol area, and certainly not as much as you do as the, uh, the secure area. And then you have an unsecure zone that's patrolled by city police out on the edge, and also state capitol police still has um, uh, patrol uh, zones within this outer region as well. So you can take this same 
layers of security or the concentric rings of security, as we call it, um, and apply it to any um, property that you might be considering. You could apply it to a school, you could apply it to a, um, a uh, university campus, um, or even a warehouse. I mean, there's many different um, things that you might be able to apply this to. This is just a good idea to give you an idea of what the layers of security are and where you need to focus your assets. So part of that is in selecting the right tools. And your tools could be software, that could be hardware. Um, the first tool that I present with is, is video management software. Of course, we're a video VMS uh, co company. We uh, manufacture and develop perspective VMS uh, and present that as a tool that's a, a good overall um, uh, security software that you can bring a lot of other uh, um, softwares into through integration or hardwares into through integration. Um, you could be bringing in your physical security hardware, whether that be cameras or control readers for access control, RFID tags um, and RFID uh, readers uh, that are uh, brought in under the umbrella of that security footprint. Then you have access control systems um, that uh, you know could be the, the key fobs that people are, are swiping to gain uh, uh, access to buildings at, at doorways um, or to uh, check out equipment uh, through with RFID tags. Uh, your assets management systems is your RFID uh, capability. And then you could also be bringing in other software such as uh, video analytics. This could be facial recognition, um, automatic license plate readers, um, and uh, um, other things uh, such as left behind or stolen objects, uh, various different, there's a long list of video analytics capabilities that could be incorporated in and brought in as a tool to help enhance your security footprint. Attendance systems, this is a great point to bring up because schools oftentimes will use a visitor management uh, system or um, in the case of uh, badge pass, they offer total card, which is a, a one card system for, for uh, either large campuses or university campuses. Uh, the pay card also doubles as the, uh, the identification card and um, also triples as uh, an access card for various different areas as well. So uh, things like this can all be brought in to help enhance this, this footprint. And then new for LENSEC is our fleet security management tool. This brings in um, uh, a security capability to cover your fleet. And that could be a patrol fleet, uh, say it's a campus uh, patrol fleet, or maybe a trucking company that has uh, uh, you know, a trucking freight fleet that's going out uh, to, to uh, handle logistics could be um, school buses uh, that are, that are uh, running a district and picking up kids and transporting them to and from school. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but uh, part of this, part of these tools are, are a consideration when you're beginning that project and putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Of course, Perspective VMS is our Lensex uh, enterprise level flagship product. Uh, we like to think of this as a unified security platform um, that brings a lot of these tools together and allows you to manage your tools under the video management software. So we become uh, the driver for pulling in all these different bits of information that are out there within the security footprint and give you capabilities to manage these, uh, this information through the Perspective VMS um, platform 
and then also be able to analyze the data and the metadata that's coming in, associate it with the video, and really give you a nice capability there for, for um, you know, uh, keeping an eye on your overall footprint. Here's an example of what a unified foot footprint looks like. This is uh, based on a project that we have going in the Middle East, um, and this is King Fahd Security College. Uh, that is in Saudi Arabia. King Fahd Security College is very much like you would see Quantico in the United States. They're training high-level government officials and law enforcement agents to be able to, to uh, manage the law enforcement of the country. And uh, they're really giving people the, uh, the knowledge and the skill and the capability to really be able to secure um, a country as a whole. Uh, but what they, what we're working on them with is their security footprint to cover this very high level target. Um, and they're doing that through a lot of different tools here. This is a very advanced uh, deployment that includes automatic license plate readers, uh, security road blockers. And we're looking here at the first level security, the outer edge of the, uh, the un unsecured to observe zone. So they have their first level of security here that includes barrier gate access control, uh, under vehicle explosive detectors, um, entrance gates, access to the facility. Everybody that, that accesses the facility has to pass through this first level of security. Then you have your second level of security, which includes your camera networks. And um, they, they have a laser beam security fence that uh, secures the perimeter. They put in uh, electric fencing and, and electric mats to help secure the perimeter and stop people from, you know, that's a preventative tool to stop people from entering the facilities. And this is our, again, our second level of securities. It applies to um, visits, visitors who access the facility. It applies to employees that are coming and going. It applies to um, metal detector gates that uh, uh, personnel have to pass through. Um, and then visitor management systems at the entrances. So all of this is covered and brought in under the uh, unified security footprint. And then your third level of security really deals with your high level assets. And this is gonna be control rooms uh, that have perspective VMS running in them. And it could be a, a secure operations center uh, where you have a video wall, video wall deployed that is uh, and personnel to actually monitor the video and the, the various different uh, uh, security assets that are brought in under that umbrella. RFID assets uh, can be managed using perspective VMS. Um, control, controlling inputs with specialized detectors is brought in. Um, you can, under this third level of security, uh, bring in biometrics or access card readers that help to uh, secure uh, high-level areas. Uh, recording ins and outs with PVMS. This could be ins and outs of, of uh, certain access points, or it could be um, ins and outs of RFID tracking locations throughout a facility, tracking personnel throughout a facility through a, an RFID tag that may be built into their access card. High security bollards in certain areas prevent uh, um, vehicle intrusion into buildings. Then you have uh, RFID car tags for parking access. These are automatic readers that when a car pulls up to a certain uh, a secure zone, um, the RFID tag is recognized in red and can release a parking gate uh, to allow folks entry into secure areas. And then you have access uh, to staff only buildings 
uh, under this level as well. So this is a big advanced project that is, is undergoing and uh, gives us a good idea of how you can secure a specific property and various different zones and regions within that property. So you have to select the right hardware. Part of that is selecting the right cameras. Um, you know, we've, we've been around since the days of analog cameras uh, that were recording to DVRs, and uh, we've already always worked as an IP-based um, browser-driven product. Uh, and uh, we've, we've seen a lot of history take place through the course of, of Lensex history, but now we're working with megapixel cameras that are capturing at very high levels, anywhere from two megapixels up to 12 megapixels and even more. Um, I mean, I was recently at uh, a conference and saw, um, saw megapixel cameras that are capturing in the double digits in terms of, of resolution quality. Um, so we can help you select the right hardware. Our, our solution engineers have those capabilities to be able to, to converse with you as the security partner and be able to uh, make those recommendations for hardware, whether it's your megapixel cameras or other IP device, devices like access control, um, things like that. Servers, now um, again, we're browser-based software, but you have to put the software somewhere, and that goes on the server. Um, we can help you determine uh, the size of your server. We have tools that are available to you to research that and to make sure that you have the right processing power the right bandwidth capabilities um, and to, to be able to, to capture the data that's on the edge coming from IP devices and megapixel cameras. And then storage is also important as well. You need to make sure you're calculating your storage and have the right amount to cover the right amount of days. We're seeing, um, we're seeing some agencies or organizations that are needing to capture storage from anywhere to one, from one to five years. And that's a lot of storage, depending on the, the footprint that you're trying to cover and the number of cameras that you're, you're capturing. Um, so we have uh, technological resources that we can rely on um, and partners that we can rely on for advanced levels of storage. Um, you know, probably the average customer is capturing anywhere from 30 to 60 days uh, with their storage. Um, but even that, with a large number of cameras, can require a lot of storage. So talk with us about that. Talk with our solution engineers about your storage needs uh, for projects as they come up, and we can help you determine how you're accomplishing that. Now let's take a look again at the integration capability. Um, when you're looking here, uh, the, some of the main areas that you might need to cover would be IP cameras and access control systems. Um, we maintain... Uh, partnerships, technology partnerships with companies like BadgePass, uh, Galaxy Control Systems for Access Control, um, and many other access control manufacturers as well. We maintain those integrations in our software so that you can tie these two systems together and integrate them together. And it really advances your capability of being able to, um, to cover uh, certain zones and provide useful, relevant detail um, upon analysis after the fact. Um, the main area could also cover uh, RFID, uh, asset management, and uh, video analytics. Uh, so those are some main areas that you might hear requests for as they come up and people are looking for ways to enhance their, their security at their site. Um, perimeter is, is uh, a little bit set apart from your main areas of coverage. 
but there's important things there for you. Uh, uh, you wouldn't think fencing could be high tech, but it can be. I mean, you can have uh, perimeter alerts, uh, a perimeter alert system system that detects intrusion of the perimeter. You can also have, as I mentioned earlier, um, electric fencing that might be involved. Um, and then uh, explosion prevention, um, where you have checkpoints and security guards that are inspecting vehicles uh, for a possibility for explosion. And that could be even with undercar camera systems that are uh, looking for explosives or changes in the car structure um, that could be tagged electronically and then digitally um, that metadata could be transferred to uh, a video management software for analysis. Uh, security barriers are also becoming quite advanced and it's more than just uh, you know blockades it these could be electronically uh, triggered security barriers that uh, you know allow an operator to raise and lift arms or raise and lift bollards out of a pavement um, or even bring up a, a security gate to prevent um, traffic from moving through a certain zone and then you have your third party um, capabilities and this is tying in uh, perspective VMS with building systems and uh, this could be fire alarm this could be your building systems uh, such as your building management tools um, and when you consider third-party security devices consider something like uh, drone integration uh, we have a project going with a, a customer that is actually uh, using their drone uh, uh, flight tools and cameras that are on board to capture video from the drone, store it locally into uh, a network video recorder, and then transfer that information into the central management. So they could potentially monitor um, dozens of drones side by side and look at archived video from these drones to provide a better analysis of what's going on in the video um, going forward. So. Um, there's lots of different uh, options here uh, to consider, and we have the engineers in place that can help you choose solutions that are going to, to be best suited for projects that you have coming up. Access control integration is key for us. It's becoming ever more helpful and necessary within the, uh, um, the security space. And tying your access control together with your video is very key. You can do things like uh, in our software, in Perspective VMS, like place icons on a map um, that uh, locate the patrol reader, the control readers, and give you interactive functions with system maps. You can lock pulse and uh, unlock doors from the map interface in Perspective VMS. You also have a, an events panel here that displays valid or invalid door access events, and you can even access uh, various different uh, cameras that are associated with these control readers to be able to capture video of the door events. You can see who's coming and going and see uh, valid and invalid uh, um, uh, video or, or door events that have video associated with it. Uh, you can even uh, potentially capture evidence when a door is forced open that shouldn't be. So lots of, lots of good uh, uh, integration there with access control. Um, we also uh, provide you with some advanced reporting capabilities. You can look at details uh, that include metadata from the event. You can use your advanced search tools to provide a filtering of metadata for improved results. And then you can also uh, associate those events with recorded video and synchronize those for quick review. 
Assets management integration is interesting because it takes RFID tags and uh, asset tracking tools and brings them in under the umbrella of Perspective EMS. This could be for loss prevention, it could be asset tracking um, or inventory management, but uh, in, one, uh, in one story that I know of, uh, we, we have a customer who is putting RFID tags in weapons that are then uh, assigned to personnel, that can be security personnel, that are assigned the weapon, and they have an access control card that they carry, a key fob or a card, um, and when they check that weapon out, they have to pass through a checkpoint, that's essentially a man trap, uh, where they have to present their access control card, and then their access control card is associated with their RFID tag. If those two match, then they're allowed uh, to leave through the man trap. If they don't match, then they're locked down until uh, other security personnel can come and take them and, and uh, investigate uh, whether there's a weapon mismatch or exactly what's going on. So it keeps uh, people accountable with their weapon assignments uh, as, they, as they move through the facility. So the asset integration, uh, assets management integration, uh, takes the RFI details and includes that metadata from the event uh, allows you to develop advanced reports of what's going on with the, the metadata and monitor the video that's associated with that as well and synchronized for quick review. Uh, fleet security management is brand new for Lensec and Perspective VMS has added the fleet security management module within the software. This can be used whether it's on school buses or uh, again a trucking fleet, um, planes, trains, automobiles, ships, you name it, any kind of fleet. Uh, that needs security on board can uh, consider this as a solution. And what we've done is we've, uh, we've come up with solutions for adding cameras to vehicles, and they are connected into uh, a network video recorder that lives on board the vehicle. This network video recorder is ruggedized, it's advanced and highly capable of capturing this information, uh, whether it's information from the vehicle that in can include vehicle metadata such as brakes, uh, turn signals, uh, duress button uh, in this situation of a school bus, a bus stop arm that's deployed. Um, you even have a capability of remotely powering the NVR on and off when it's at the bus depot so that you can retrieve that video uh, and, and pull it remotely. Um, the NVR has a Wi-Fi enabled capability and also a cellular capability so you can access that, uh, that NVR and monitor data when it's at the depot or when it's out in the field. Um, you have a unified security capability that brings in the vehicle metadata from the bus and associates it with the cameras. Um, and then it's also ruggedized so it will withstand the, the, uh, the rigors of being deployed in a vehicle with the vibrations and bumps and, and uh, knocks that the system will take. So, uh, a lot of what you're looking at here also is a capability here for um, mapping and tracking the fleet locations associated with archived video. You can integrate the vehicle functions into the system for metadata capture. You have that cellular and Wi-Fi retrieval of archived video. And again, we support megapixel IP cameras for high resolution video. Leveraging workflows. Workflows are important because they, they take advantage of if this, then that logic. 
Um, and that uh, is a mouthful to say, but it's very helpful when you come to um, taking a look at actions that occur and triggers that can be associated with those actions. Um, soft buttons can be created within the software to trigger certain actions. My boss has a GE refrigerator at home, and in his GE refrigerator, he's got a Karen coffee maker. Really nice capability there. He can find the driver uh, for that Karen coffee maker um, and associate it with Perspective VMS. Within the software, he can push a soft button and use Perspective VMS to make a cup of coffee. It's as easy as that. Great story. Not sure how that really applies to some of the advanced things, other things that uh, BVMS might be able to do, but it's an example of, of an advanced capability that you would not have thought about. Um, this could be triggering alerts that are sent, uh, maybe when, when an access card reader is swiped or a door is forced open. The, uh, the video link can be uh, tagged and a snapshot image can be um, uh, attached. And then an email can be sent to a supervisor, letting them know that they've got, end up letting them know that they've got an event that's occurred. Um, and you can take multiple different things like that and consider possibilities. Uh, also, your workflows uh, can generate reports that uh, can be automatically delivered to folks based on parameters that are set up in, in, in advance. And these workflows can be configured in Perspective VMS through the administration module. So let's take a look at, at really what these workflows are like. Here's some ideas of things that could be done. Intrusion detection can trigger an alert within Perspective VMS. And from there, it can cause a, a, an action to occur that repositions a PTZ camera uh, to capture video at the location where the event occurred. Facial recognition can be configured to provide access to security turnstiles. Um, automatic license plate numbers can be recognized uh, through the, uh, the ALPR cameras and through the software uh, allow parking arms uh, to raise and to allow vehicles to enter based on the ALPR information that's captured and gathered. So these are some advanced capabilities in the software uh, using workflows to really leverage the, the tools that we provide within Perspective VMS. Part of the job is setting up network infrastructure. This could be initially uh, mapping that security footprint and determining your transmission paths. How are you gonna get video to um, your storage location? How are you going to uh, connect then back with the software for access control management? So your network infrastructure can be sometimes uh, very simple, sometimes very advanced, depending on what your needs are. Um, you have to secure that network, and uh, Perspective VMS gives you the tools and the capabilities to be able to do that. Along with our solution engineers and our support staff, we can provide you with, uh, with terrific information on how to harden that security network, uh, uh, that secure network. And then connecting autonomous, site, autonomous sites. Uh, there's a school district here in Texas that has uh, uh, 126 campuses across a region, and they have cameras in all of those campuses. Well, they have the fortunate capability of being able to have fiber that connects between all these campuses so they can bring their video back across the fiber. What if that's not there? If you don't have that, that 
um, solid connection that you own between all your sites, then you don't really have uh, much control over communication between the sites. So if you have autonomous sites, you can use a tool that we provide in Perspective EMS called Interlink. And this allows you to connect your autonomous sites, whether you've got site A, B, C, D that are running autonomously. Each of them have a server. It's a distributed architecture. They're capturing the information there on their servers. But then you can connect each of these sites and link them together so that they can sync their information one site to the next. Uh, Interlink gives you this capability to be able to sync these sites across the WAN or the LAN. And um, when you lose connectivity between sites, everything is stored locally and is running autonomously. Nothing drops or goes down at the site. But when your connection uh, is restored, then these sites can be synced with one another so that uh, you have an overall wide-reaching uh, infrastructure capability that is far advanced over what you're getting at each autonomous site. So after deployment, you have to take a look at how you're going to commission the site. This is walking through the project after you consider your job done. And this can be pairing up with, uh, with certain personnel who give you a capability of being able to um, you know, run a punch uh, list on, on problems that might need to be fixed or um, you know, being able to check off the project and say, this is complete, it's done, we've, we've accomplished all of your specifications and the site is yours now, you own it. Um, end user training needs to be accomplished. So you have to have personnel who might be able to train the end users and be able to um, give them, the make sure that they have the right tools that they need uh, for capturing the best capabilities of prospective VMS software and all of the tools that are associated with it through integrations. And then you have ongoing support. We provide world-class uh, support through our office to security integrators. Um, and then we also assist security integrators with making sure that their customers have uh, the support that they need. And then we also offer an ongoing maintenance plan. And we, with Perspective VMS, you get a year uh, of upgrades and um, technical support, but that ongoing maintenance might be something that's, that's necessary going forward to continue to get upgrades of the software, to continue to be able to leverage new capabilities that we're adding to the software all of the time. And then you have an equipment refresh. Uh, after deployment, um, you, you as integrators will have a capability of being able to um, leverage those customers again. And that could be um, installing new cameras, replacing old cameras, um, providing on-site support for, for troubleshooting, um, and then also, uh, you know, if they have uh, replacements for servers that are deployed, um, these are ways that you can leverage these customers going forward and continue to keep them um, as your customer and provide excellent support um, with the help of uh, the Lensec team. So that's it for um, the presentation. Again, my name is Keith Harris, uh, and if you have any questions, here's my information. Please feel free to reach out to me if I can answer any questions about this presentation or about capabilities of Perspective VMS and what we can do to help you going forward. Thanks for joining us today.